0: So I'm gonna say Happy New Year and can you guys do like a brrr, like you know those noises, like a <laughs> or whatever and like a like a happy new year? Okay. I don't know. Like I can say happy.
1: I can't believe like with this all you're able to like pull everything possible and can have your own server in your house, but you can't figure out how to insert sound effects into this podcast.
0: To a special Happy New Year edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. This is going to be a little bit of a different format today as you will be hearing clips, not a clip show of past things, but what we decided to do was wrap up the year with some top five segments. And so you'll be hearing from us and you'll be hearing from some of our favorite guests and listeners. And with that, uh, I wish my sisters, Becky and Lily, a Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys.
1: Happy New Year. How oh, happy
2: new year. Happy Wait, are we supposed to go yeah. <laughs> You were you're to make you're supposed you're to Becky. We're supposed to make sound do,
0: of it. Because
1: it's like the old timey radio shows where they had to like have somebody clappity clap to make it sound like a horse was coming by.
0: Exactly. You know, when
1: they Foley like had those. Foley work,
0: Foley work. Foley work.
1: Yeah. Yes. Wait, yeah. No, I don't think that the Foley thought,
0: comes afterwards. Just like a festive noise that launches. into...
2: I've done five already. I don't know. What's a festive noise? Clippity clop. Clippity clop.
0: All right. And here we go. We'll go into our first clip. All right, here we are, going to do our top five movies of the year. This was a year that I think snuck up on me in that I ended up seeing, at first, I'm not sure, I was still reeling from The Last Jedi. Because
1: there's like three good movies in the last month, and that's it. That's (laughs) fine. Pretty (laughs) much. It snuck up on everybody.
0: So, Becky, what were your top five movies of the year?
2: So, American Animals, because it was unlike anything I had ever seen. Black Klansman, because it was so uh, relevant and poignant and smart, but, you know, I mean, see it. We've talked about it a lot. Spider-Verse, again, unlike anything I had ever seen, um, totally. Do you want me to go into more depth in this or just no, these are just No, list them it. off? Uh, Spider-Verse, because it was like, it was a really fresh take on animated films and on superhero films, which was, I think, very, very much needed. Um and uh love simon because what i what, the reason that one made it into my into my top 5 is because of watchability
0: because of the and the bleacher sound in the soundtrack
2: no no yeah <laughs> well, the bleacher soundtrack and because of watchability i realized that i actually i went back and i rewatched the movie and i and i i feel like when and i don't actually do that very often i have to really love something to sit down and watch it again from beginning to end and then the last one but definitely the top of my list is free solo because which is a documentary Not to be confused with han solo, with solo which would be on no.
0: mom and dad's list
2: right Free Solo is a documentary about a rock climber who free solos the most dangerous, complicated uh, Which means go wall, without harness. And which uses no no support, no safety, port. no harness. And it's the story of his journey doing that. And the reason that makes it at the top of my list is because while all of my movies... Because he didn't die. I mean, no, that, should, that should be good enough. Spoiler well, no, alert. I mean, honestly is because it's real and it's a true story and so while all these movies have incredible aesthetics and creative choices Black Clans um, and- true though yeah, but it's fictionalized, and even American sure. Animals, that's borders on sure. the oh, that is, is still fictionalized. Very and Free true. Solo is this incredible story, and it's really happening. You are watching it, and you know it's not being reenacted. They're not faking anything, and and so I think that kind of gives it an edge um, uh, against you know and above all my other choices. I'm,
1: that sounds that sounds so that sounds great. I can't wait to see that movie. If you're going to watch that movie on the like whole idea that you're just waiting to see if he lives or dies you have
0: like a problem
1: like you have another thing coming no I just it's like I mean
0: I, I just thought that that's what the they don't always I mean it could be like 27 hours does he have to chew his arm off
1: I don't know no. I don't know if he has to chew something off but like I feel like you can't go into We're, that movie just hoping is he gonna die or is he gonna
0: I'm not hoping I'm just wondering it's like the one about the guy who walks in between the two buildings
1: I guess so, kind but I feel of, like these yeah. are historical things kind of. that like you would have heard,
0: no? Well, I don't. I mean, well, I don't really follow the like rock climbing world, but that sounds like this is an, I guess. A, a really awesome movie. So that's it. Real. It
2: does. I would love it to does. see
0: that type of movie on an IMAX.
2: Oh, very, oh, I'm very sure much it worth amazing. it. I saw it. Also, I saw it at the Dolby Dolby Labs Theater, which is really one of the most. I mean, it's probably the most cutting-edge, high-tech theaters you can go to both in terms of picture and sound quality. It really is like in the world has to be one of the best, if not the best theaters. So I also feel like like whenever you see a movie in a particular you know, the setting can affect it. So not only did I, I love it, I think it's an amazing film and story and totally beautiful, I did also see it in the So maybe don't setting. watch it on an iPad is what you're saying, to be Yeah, but to be fair, I saw another movie there, fell asleep and had to leave. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. All but right. you're saying like
2: would I if I watch
0: it
1: on
2: an iPad will I still enjoy it? You will but but save it for the most like beautiful, largest screen you can get it on,
0: Does yeah. Darth Maul make a cameo?
2: Obviously.
0: Um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> All right, Lily, um, your top five movies of the year.
2: Yes, siree.
1: Okay. Um drum roll so i you sent thankfully a list of the every movie released in 2018 because like reasonably i go to jose i was like so what was our like what movie did we like this year and he just goes to the revenant he's been saying that for like four <laughs> years so i'm like no that was it's like a while ago now it's like, like two no. years he's ago like, he's like he's like do you think i remember any movies he's like Are you out of your mind nobody does i'm like it's true so i'm going down this list and i realized um there's a lot of movies i do want to see but in the very few I have seen I'll give you the top five I realize I haven't seen that many um okay so Spider-Verse and Black Klansman for sure um and I feel then like Spider-Verse
0: I- and Black Klansman those are on all three of those are on all three of our lists that, yeah, th- and those, those
1: two. two are not, like, both nominated for Best Picture, I'm just, the whole thing is garbage. Like, <laughs> that and Bohemian Rhapsody, those three oh, should yeah. go up can against an
2: each other. Can an animated film be can. nominated for Best Picture? Uh-huh. I,
1: I guess
0: it can, I I guess guess it happened, can but it, doesn't it have to do with how they submit it also? No, yes. best pictures everybody.
2: No, no, no. It has to do oh. with what you're what you're asking to be in consideration for.
1: I guess so, because like a documentary doesn't get thrown in there.
2: Um,
1: anyways, okay, so those two. Booking me rap is up there, um, but I also added tag, because I feel cool. like I really like that movie, and I. I feel like i haven't seen Ooh, any dog movies damn. this year and i'm like you know what i haven't seen a movie that's like made me just so happy i really enjoyed it i enjoyed watching it um same thing with love simon it's that kind of thing i'd watch tag again for sure then i have a quiet place because i'm often forced like under duress to watch scary movies with my in-law family and i watched a quiet place and loved it and like was like rooting for the family and was like happily watching a scary are movie. you gonna
0: try to do a silent so, birth if you have another kid
1: Oh god no. Oh my god. She can't. In the end she doesn't do it silent. Not to like spoilers, but then the like beast comes after her cuz she has to scream. Cuz
2: she no, they it. they light
1: the fireworks. Firework because she has to scream. Like they know she's going to end up screaming, right? Cuz mm-hmm. like that's impossible. <laughs> um, anyways, and I think that was five. And I'm just going to give you a quick movies I wish I had seen and want to see. Love, Gilda. The <laughs> Gilda Ratner. Won't You Be My Neighbor? Because I'm reading this list. You made me feel so bad. The Favorite. Eighth Grade. Boy Erased. And Creed two. are all movies I wish uh, I
2: had okay. seen. Oh, shoot. Eighth Grade totally should have been on my list. It can only be five movies.
0: I'm just uh, we're going with top fives here. Uh, the Favorite, yeah, by the all way. Right, that's fine. There I, has I'm, never I'm been a preview of a movie that has made me less want to see a movie well, the I, I
2: like that guy. I, I don't think you will be able to handle eighth grade. The, the favorite the though looks like outtakes from
1: Downtown
0: I, Abbey. Oh,
1: I really, I terrifying. like that lobster guy. I. The, Yago Slatimos Slef- most or whatever his name is, the guy that made the lobster.
0: Isn't that a movie uh, Mom and Dad hated? Like it's one of those movies oh, that yeah. like Mom Jose, and Dad still can't it up about.
2: around And it. like weirdly, everyone blames me for having to watch it, but I've never I even it. seen it. I loved
0: it. Just because it's an artistic oh. movie, Becky. Yeah, that's like your, Mom and Dad, yeah. Mom and Dad have like life.
2: called me and yelled at me about that movie. I'm like, guys, I've never even seen it. Jose's like <laughs> still in the, like legal process of suing me for making
1: him watch it.
0: <laughs> so here's the thing, for Becky. Two hours of life. Becky, that's a huge honor. Someone sees an art movie. Movie and they blame you for having to see it. Like for me, <laughs> it's like Dad's still upset about the big hit. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so, right, so my top five, my number. So I'm actually gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a bit of an order here. I'm actually gonna say Black Klansman was my was my absolute favorite movie of the year. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was it was part of this all this journey that I've been having in 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 a relationship with reading uh, with watching Spike Lee's films. And to me, I feel like it, I, I really want this to win Best Picture. I think the actors in it were amazing. I think John David Washington is, like, it's only the only the tip of the iceberg. And, of course, Adam Driver. The, the, the two of them put it together with Spike Lee. Wow. I would watch a whole new generation of Spike Lee films just with that combination of three people. And, um and I thought it was a really special, interesting movie. And, and its most interesting part is that it has a—and we talked about this before—it has a happier ending than your average Spike Lee movie. And then it— Whops you over the head. Whops you over the head with reality.
1: Yeah. And if you're listening to this but haven't heard our previous episodes, check out the Black Klansmen: True Stories— the yeah, True awesome. Hollywood, our True Stories up because we do a whole thing on it.
0: There you go. And then Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse was uh, my second favorite. I already saw that twice in the theater. It's probably one of the only movies I saw twice in the theater this year.
2: Hey, how did it go with the kids?
0: The kids loved it. I, I don't really know... The kids... It's so funny. We watched Brave the other day, and it scared the life out of the kids. And they walked out of it... Ask, or not walked out of it. We watched it in the house, and they asked us...
1: They walked so, out of the living room.
0: <laughs> well, well, they tried to. They said, what's the lesson of this movie? And I said, I don't know. If you're mean to your mom, she turns into a bear. Be nice to mom. And, <laughs> and Spider-Verse... Going into it, they... It was kind of a special daddy-daughter-go-to-the-movies thing. Going into it, I had prepared them a little bit for the plot. I didn't remember the plot of Brave when we watched it. And... They kind of knew what they were getting into, but I also think they were just so captivated by it, and they loved so so much of the visuals and the characters. They each walked out with their different favorites. Uh, my younger one loved Gwen. My older child loved Spider Ham. I think the introduction <laughs> of Spider Ham, in particular, in that sec in that last last act or second half of the film, kind of alleviates. A certain level of scariness that I think could be happening there. Also, there were some really interesting things that they did like when Kingpin kills the Prowler, they actually don't show you on screen they don't exactly show you the death on screen like they show the shot and they show him fall but it's not like bloody and I think those, those little details allowed there to be some abstraction away from the more harsher things that happen in the movie uh and in general i had prepared them for um hobo spider-man janky hobo spider-man and they were really excited they were really excited to see that and they really like is it
2: weird that i have like a crush on him is that weird he's Um, he's like the
0: dad bod of spider-man he's
2: very yeah he's very lovable Uh,
0: he was he was very
2: very, i'll just add an unintimidating unintimidating superhero did you
0: guys also notice that he's jewish
2: in the janky m- hobo Spider Man,
0: yeah, he's Jewish
1: in the movie, not Jake Johnson. How is he Jewish in the movie?
0: Do you know when they show his whole life and they show his wedding to Mary Jane, they show him stepping on a glass
1: on a glass. So, unless yeah. Mary Jane oh, is the I don't Jewish Oh,
0: I think I don't remember they that showed him stepping on a
1: glass, and I always thought it was just like, um like being very meta, like it's you know, you know, oh, people, I don't know because like people but, acknowledging but that it's a what. I don't think that's bad. That is. Well, it's acknowledging. To me it's acknowledging that it's not real. Oh, you I know thought, what I mean? I like it like was acknowledging, acknowledging that, the, that
0: Stanley is Jewish and he helped create
2: Maybe, but I just feel like it took me out of it. I, I just mean, think well, it's, like, it's an easy symbol. It's an of easy wedding. symbol of of weddings? Maybe. But it's also like but it's a very specific, specific
0: Jewish If that movie, maybe does that something- Peter
2: Parker it is like, if they're so different, I'd cool. I mean, verses,
0: also, you gonna have if Peter Parker does something to make Jewish guys with dad bods, you know, in. <laughs> I'm very supportive. So there was that. Um, Fair enough. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody because it was a music. Based film that felt like an action movie. It's the movie that I've wanted to rewatch most that I haven't been able to. Like Spider Verse was in the theater when I went back to see it. Bohemian Rhapsody. If I had a list, then I would have gone back and and watched it, and I loved it. And I still and I still the moment for me that is like the, it's a strange moment to be my biggest moment, but it's when they're doing Live Aid, and I'm thinking to myself, they haven't done Radio Gaga yet, and then they go in and they do all of Radio Gaga, and I was like, yes, I was cheering. <laughs> then super troopers too because a it delivered on its promise 18 years in the making and it was hilarious but then we all watched it together and it was hilarious for you guys too and that made it really special
2: yeah i cannot go into like the dairy section of a grocery store anymore without going crème Creme
0: Creme fraîche crème
2: Creme Creme fraîche i literally was standing in whole foods in front of the dairy section picking some things out and i saw a jar of crème fresh, and i said out loud and
0: and I also... There's another moment that sticks out to me, and it is when uh, Rob Lowe is in the brothel, and he's doing the, <laughs> like, the boxing move. <laughs> very, very funny. And then uh, I gotta go with Creed 2, because I, I was really excited for it. I, it was so much fun. It was super rewarding. And I rewatched Rocky IV with Josh last weekend. And when you... Creed 2 does something amazing not only is it great but it makes Rocky 4 an even better movie because the things in Rocky 4 that come back to roost in Creed 2 become much more significant and I read an article that I shared with you guys that said that Rocky 4 is kind of the most cartoony of the Rocky movies and now it is much more significant because you see this epilogue that's very complex and so that is my fifth top movie of the year and with that We'll cool. end this segment. Um,
1: hold on. Can I just add oh. a little tidbit? Sure. Um, so, co director of the movie, Peter, uh, not Peter B. Parker, Rodney Rothman, said that he thinks that he's Jewish. And that it could be because he grew, grew up in the same neighborhood that supposedly Peter Parker grew up in, and, he, and he's Jewish. So it could be that he's projecting, he said, but he also said it could be that MJ's Jewish, and that MJ's Jewish, and that Peter converted. Oh. Or that it's another, you know, tradition know from another Mary. I don't know about Mary Jane Mary Jane being. Um, and he shit. says it also could be maybe it's who knows, maybe stepping on a glass is a tradition in other types of religions. But he's like, I don't know what else could it be. Is this, wait, like wait, is this really the Rodney
0: Is this the Rodney that you were friends with in college? The one with the, no, dark, with the this, dark with the dark past? This
1: is not that Rodney. This okay. is who's a lovely person, has no dark past. Right. Um this this is mm. no the co director of the movie. Um and, yeah, I just think that's really cute that they added that in.
0: All right. And with that, we'll wrap up our top five movies of the year. And with that, Josh, we called and asked you. Josh, we've asked you to give us your top five Big complaints for this past year. What are your top five pop culture complaints for 2018?
3: Uh, all right. Well, since you you've already called me long-winded in the preamble before we started recording, uh, I should I let you know that time, I've come Josh. up with
1: I get it all the That time.
3: I've come up with uh, eight things, that <laughs> <didn't work laughs> <by me. laughs> and you guys can pick them apart as you wish. I'm sure some of you may agree with some of them, you may not. So I'm going to start with. Um, should I just jump in? Yeah, yeah, just jump in. Give us right, give us your I'm first start one. With the bullshit concept of fall finales. Seriously, <laughs> we need we need fall fin. I need fall finales like a hole in the head. You need two cliffhangers a year, so I come back seven <laughs> weeks later to try to remember. Nobody watches shows anyways without binging them, so who cares about the fall finale? So basically you're
1: watching your a show hunt. all the way through, and there's just like three cliffhangers.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and just
1: go on to the next episode. When Except we
3: all to... binge the shows anyways, so really? I'm 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 trying to
0: think that they're trying to make it so that these long 22 episode seasons are actually mini seasons in themselves, but you're right; it just makes everything feel longer.
3: Uh, yeah, it's like when a movie goes to the two hour and 15 minute mark. Couldn't they have cut it off at <laughs> one hour and 59? It's so, the same Josh, idea.
0: What, what's the most annoying fall finale you've had this year?
3: We're doing
4: follow-up
3: well, questions th- now to these quick uh, Yeah, yeah this is a, I can't do a follow-up question on this because I boycott any show that has a fall finale. But it, it will dovetail nicely into the next thing that annoys me, which is This Is Us, because it's basically Party of <laughs> Five with the guy from Heroes. Can we just bring back Jennifer Love Hewitt? And they killed the entire slow cooker business. Is that really necessary? Why they kill the Oh, Because he
4: kills the dad. Spoiler. Yeah, with spoiler, slow, spoiler. With the,
3: slow cooker? the dad dies from a slow cooker fire and it literally killed that entire business. Huh. And huh. all I want uh, is for the dad, who is a good character, but it's like every show, everyone watches, everyone cries at every show, it's like what Party of Five was in the nineties. It's just annoys Yeah,
4: me. I agree.
0: Alright, so this is us. What's next on your list?
3: And, and also, I, I like the guy from This Is Us and the Dad, but I liked him better in the first season of Heroes before that show turned to trash, and then they tried to revive it, and it was still trash. So that's another Green.
5: complaint. Okay. That
3: was a bonus complaint.
5: So what's your... Bonus your complaint. complaint.
3: There's a bonus... Okay. The next bonus complaint I have is that show where they did the commercial where the doctor's like, if you don't want to be doctors again, don't be here. Let's be doctors again. Like, that show... I immediately hated from that preview. Wait, is that, uh, that you oh. called Let's Be
0: Doctors Again?
4: What's that show called? Doctors?
3: Do you guys know he's, like, in this auditorium with all the doctors, and he's, like, basically, if I'm reading yeah. the underlying principle, it's, like, the insurance companies are killing medicine. Let's be doctors again.
1: It's just a commercial? Yeah, yeah, so you're yeah. mad about the commercial?
3: Well, no, I refuse show? to watch the show, but the TV, the premise so the of the TV, TV show... The TV well, horror. the premise of the show is, like, doctors really being doctors that are unencumbered by... I guess the financial insurance? aspects of being a doctor in insurance,
4: but or I didn't like that malpractice.
3: Something like that, yes, where you're afraid of like malpractice lawsuits. So I did not like that. Okay, all right. So I'm next. going to extend that into any show that features the name Chicago or Boston. <laughs> uh,
4: I mean, agreed. You have and fire or med.
3: Yeah, there you go. Exactly. You could literally make a show called Boston Chicago Med and people would watch it because it's like two cities that we don't know so well and we believe have firemen and doctors. (laughs)
0: well played well played all right what's next
3: on your list we're all we're in full agreement except for my mom who watches all All
5: of of them and
3: can tell you how all cross over in (laughs) fact there's probably some funnier die skit that's like chicago doctor fireman policeman medical servant that's what it's called (laughs) and then if you throw some time time traveling wives in it you guys would all watch it i'm sure what
4: if what if chicago (laughs) isn't a real city and it's like a Truman Show city, and but we don't know. You know what I mean? What if all of Chicago is just a giant movie just, just
3: with like Tom Selleck
0: running
4: yeah. it. Yeah, he and he's it. like the mayor, and then oh, so they think it's real. They, yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: it could. Okay. And also, I would say, has there ever been a show since Chicago Hope that has featured the name Chicago that has been as good? They should just stop. No.
0: No, no, Potemkin, and not only that. Specifically, the Mandy Potemkin era of Chicago Hope, which has a close second, which is the um, David, not David Berg, Berg, Peter Berg era, which followed, and Mark Harmon era, which yeah. followed right after. All right. Well, that was a deep pull from the 90s. All right. So that right. so is one of your pet peeves, or one of your complaints, that Chicago Hope is not still on the air. Don't
3: uh, worry, also that, but I do it. miss I do miss Mandy Potemkin. I appreciated him in Homeland. Um, but I don't know what happened to that show because nobody cares about Homeland anymore. Um, okay, I've got a whole bunch more. I'm sorry. I have so many complaints. All right, I'm going right, to try to run go back here. Run all them right. down. We'll stay. do them all in one Rapid shot. Fire. Okay, Here we go. Rapid fire. Uh, I'm super annoyed at all the people. Can I swear on this show? Yeah, yeah. of course. Okay, my child's sitting next to me, but he's playing on an iPhone. Um, I'm super annoyed at all the people in the world who are assholes. Okay, all the people in the world who are assholes that have made me now feel guilty for enjoying anything that they do. Specifically, Louis C.K., Bill Cosby, Kanye West, Mel Gibson. You just name the list of all the people who, if I do watch anything and appreciate it, what's his name? What's his name from that movie that you guys talk about? Uh, James, what was it? Oh, uh, the Rogen's one from friend.
4: Ferris Bueller?
3: Oh, no,
1: Seth.
5: Oh. Oh, James Franco. Yeah, James
3: Frank. Franco. All these people who I genuinely appreciate what they do, and now if I listen to them, I feel guilty. Or I have a rule where I can only listen to, like, pre-asshole, you know, Louis C.K. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm really annoyed <laughs> all right, at all of them.
0: You're right. still working that through. All right, what else you got?
3: I'm still working that through. I'm annoyed that Sasha Baron Cohen came back with Who is America, and it was awful. I'm just super annoyed about that. I wish he could have just—if he was going to do that—I wish he could have just left it at Borat and his original show. That oh, show, the
0: original show is great. Just I just rewatched it actually. The original <laughs> show. That's yeah, terrific. the original right. show is amazing.
3: All right, I'm annoyed that Marvel can make such amazing movies, yet horrible TV shows that all get canceled. Yet the CW and DC can make good TV shows, but pretty much horrible movies. Although I've heard Aquaman is somewhat interesting. Unclear. Uh, I'm very excited for Shazam. That's going to be awesome. That's just because you're partial to Zachary Levi. But anyways.
4: absolutely. He's the Rachel Wilson of men for Shy. (laughs) (laughs)
3: He's my Rachel Wilson. (laughs) All right, and the pièce de résistance, and I feel like I came on the podcast and called this a long time ago, is if you wrapped all of my annoyance into one, it would be the movie Solo. (laughs) (laughs) Although, right place. Yeah, although another time. To be discussed another time. Although I will say that if it if it like kicked someone in the head and made them rethink what they're doing with all the Star Wars all the Star Wars movies, then maybe it was a good thing. But that movie has got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. All right. We'll
6: have
1: to have you back on the episode we, so Shy can like go deep.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're going to need to talk about Solo for the next year. Well, Josh, thank you as our official complaints correspondent for weighing in in this special New Year's episode. Um, uh, we will talk to you soon and have you on the show soon.
3: So many complaints.
0: Bye, Bye guys. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
4: Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.
0: We interrupt this snazzy transition music to introduce our next guest, Lons, one of my two amazing co-hosts of the Gold Nerds podcast. The other co-host is, of course, Ash. I forgot to introduce her when we did the interview, and so this is acting as her introduction. In addition to being awesome, she is a world-renowned expert on ships as the young hip people call them or relationships as in the relationships between characters on shows so she's going to weigh in now with her top five ships of the year enjoy and so we figured you would be great to give us your top five moments in ships for the year
7: okay i researched this do you want me to go
0: yeah, hit it, and then I'll just respond.
7: Okay. We'll banter. Uh, okay. First, I want to say hi to Lily and Becky. Sorry. But I need to say hi to my girls. What's up, ladies? Uh, hope you enjoyed Magic Mike.
0: They, they uh, had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun.
7: Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so top moments. I don't know. Are other people ranking them? Because that's really hard. <laughs>
0: you, you don't have to rank. You can just say five things. It doesn't have okay. to be ranked. Some people ranked, Some people didn't.
7: Okay. Because um, um, they're just all. They'll all move every second if I like think about them too hard. But I guess. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't want to like disrespect any of the ships by starting with five. You know.
0: No, okay. no, don't, don't worry. You're not disrespecting uh, <laughs> a ship. You just hit it. <laughs> all
7: right.
0: Jack you Rebecca.
7: Ship- yeah, Jack and Rebecca from This Is Us, they did a flashback episode this year where they're traveling across the country and, and they had sex for the first time, so that was real sweet.
0: Um, was there still crying in that episode? Because I feel like it's not a This Is Us episode without people weeping.
7: Yeah, I cried at the end, but it wasn't, like, sad tears. It was just, like, a beautiful moment. Like, they're yeah. just such a beautiful couple. Um, oh God, I love them so much. And then... I wanted to shout out to Don and Hank from DC Titans when they got together for the first time. And, like, we saw – how far into it are you? Did you finish the season?
0: Wait, Don and Hank. Is that Hawk and Dove? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm almost done the first season.
7: When they, like, showed his ass and stuff, his bare ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was really hot. <laughs> um. Yeah, love them, and then I'll go with. I got a shout out to Brina from uh, Sabri- Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. There's so many moments from season one for Harvey and Sabrina, but I'm gonna go with the "There's No Flying Without You," Sabrina, because that's just like peak Harvey. So they get
0: and and what's I got my ask, innocence award. What's your prognosis for season two? They get are they get back together?
7: I don't know. They definitely have some sexy times though, based on a trailer I saw. Um, but they also like cut together. Like she kisses Ugh, Nick Scratch. Hate that guy. But I don't he's know. A, if he's get... a dirtbag. My sister is all about him
0: though. What I don't you, know. He's not
7: the type of bad boy I want for her. Like we all like the bad boys, but not like. I can do, like, a murderer or something like they do on Vampire Diaries, but or, or like
0: or like, a, or like a Jax Teller.
7: Yeah, but, like, ugh, I don't know. I don't like this guy. He gives me bad vibes, but... He's, he's I a
0: dirtbag. He's, he's an opportunist. He kind of makes me think of Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. I don't know if you watch that.
7: I he, actually don't watch that show, but...
0: He's a schemer. He's a schemer. Yeah,
7: he's totally a schemer, but I don't know if Brina's going to get back together, but they'll definitely have like hookup moments, I feel like. So it's better than nothing, I say. And then number oh shit, I guess two would be uh my couple Varchie when Veronica from Riverdale when right. Veronica Veronica comes into that prison <laughs> to see Archie. <laughs> and she's like He's like, but it doesn't matter because we'll still have sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or, or when she goes, that whole episode is a yeah, shit moment. I when she goes, I'd recognize those abs anywhere, oh, and I'm sitting God. there watching, saying, "I'd recognize those abs
7: anywhere." Who, who wouldn't? I mean, curse those broad shoulders, am I right?
0: Oh yeah, it's now officially a, you know, a meme. At totally. least between you, me, and Becky. It
7: <laughs> works, and then. Uh, Is that five?
0: That's four. four? That's four.
7: All right, my I left a couple out, but they're not my top, so I can't put them. Um, But my number one is Blaney from Goldberg's getting engaged. Barry and Laney. Oh yeah. Getting engaged.
5: That's
0: beautiful, and that and that remains contained in 2018. So whatever happens in 2019. 2018 ended with Blaney together, and I think true. that's true. Thank that's, you, Shy, makes...
7: for <laughs> and, I, I, me and it's feel
0: one better. of the reasons why I wanted to have you do be our official ship correspondent was because I wanted, no matter what happens going forward, I wanted you to be able to like crystallize a moment where you got to soak up how great they were. And, true. And I'll say I've been watching a lot of the early episodes with the kids, particularly uh, Super Hanukkah, aka Christmas Story. I love and, episode. And, and the episode, Living on a Prayer, where she first kisses Barry, and then the Daryl Dawkins dance when she admits that she wants to be with Barry for the first time, and they're secretly hooking up. And it is a magical relationship. The love is so, like, deep and intense. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it lasts forever, but we can say in 2018, 1980-something gave us great Blaney moments.
7: Totally. Thank you, Shy. It makes me feel so much better.
0: <laughs> and with that, for I will, this
7: bleak furniture
0: <laughs> I will wish you a huge thanks and a happy new year from Lily Becky and I and uh, thank you for being part of our new year's special
7: well happy new year
0: and we will have you back for a full episode uh, oh, soon for sure thank
7: you shy I love you guys love you love Lil love Becky love your kids I hope you guys have a great <laughs>
0: holiday uh, we, we mazel we love- tov Thank you. We love you too. You're amazing. Talk soon. You're you're coming on the next Vegas vacation.
7: Oh yes. I'm in. (laughs)
0: All right, here we are now, the holiday special. Top five episodes of a show you saw this year. Now, because no one really knows what year shows are on anymore, because we all binge watch them at different times, this can be just any show you watched this past year. It can be a show from 10 years ago, but if you picked it up this year, I want to know what the best episodes you guys saw this year were. Lily, what were your best episodes?
1: Um... I made it through a 12-hour flight from San Francisco to Barcelona um, with a two-year-old due to the wonderful and marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So the best uh, number one, not number one, these aren't in any particular order, but an episode I truly loved was episode five of season two, Midnight at the Concord. Um, I won't say anything else because there's like a spoiler in that episode um, for those who haven't seen it yet, but it's a great episode and a great- She turns
0: out to be a good parent.
2: No, she's a terrible parent. she's a terrible parent. (laughs) Yeah. She is a terrible parent. They keep
1: that going real strong. Um, There's that one point where she takes her kid to the park in this season, but then she pretends like she doesn't know him. So... (laughs) I was just sort of like I was like, oh look, she's actually taking her kid to the park, but then she, he's like, you know, she doesn't. She literally pretends like he's not her kid, so that's not nice. Um, She's the worst in terms of parenting, but really great second season on that show, and episode five loved it. Um, Then the money heist episode, which I actually tried to go back and figure out which one it exactly is, but because they all kind of blend together, and the description of them is terrible of each episode on Netflix. It makes no sense that I just gonna say. The one where Tokyo rides a motorcycle up the steps. Um, so if you haven't seen Money Heist, go watch it now. And that I was like an epic moment of television for me, where I like jumped on the couch.
3: That's
1: awesome. Um, I. Then I have Odd Mom Out, which I love that show. If you guys have seen Odd Mom Out um, or haven't seen it, please watch. It's on Bravo, but you can get it on iTunes and probably other device streaming services in the United States. I don't know. I just bought it because I was gifted the first season and adore that show so much. And and then I went ahead and bought the second one because I love it so much. And the the season finale is amazing. Um, Also, the pilot of The Letdown was like... Life-altering to me. I saw that like a lot many many months ago, kind of probably closer to the new year of 2018, and that shows just brilliant. And the pilot, like whoa. And then I don't want to like steal your guys' thunder. So there's two others that I have on there, even though you only said five. But I they, I only saw them because you guys told me to watch them. So I'll let you go ahead. Okay. But I I in advance I concur.
0: All right, Becky hit it
2: okay i feel like now that i'm a little bit more clear on the instructions i initially <laughs> did not put a chuck episode in because i was trying to think of things that have come out in the last year oh, but uh, that's, can i can right. i put no a chuck episode in?
0: oh absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah but i mean no okay. you can, the fact that you were able to do all shows from this year i give you mad respect because oh, okay because i uh, couldn't remember the year. years yeah. of the shows Hello. that i watched
2: Okay, yeah. So okay. So... I don't
0: know when money heist was created. <laughs> no one knows when money created Heist created
1: was... and when it was released or two different things. It was released this year.
0: Maybe. It could have been sitting so... in the Netflix archives for years <laughs> and nobody knew.
2: It's true. I mean so one of my so I actually rewatched this two nights ago and it's the pilot of Mrs.
1: Okay,
2: go.
1: go ahead.
2: What? I can't hear you. Lil? I'm not no, talking. No, I, you, were break, you were breaking okay. up as if you were trying to say something. So I rewatched the pilot of Mrs. Maisel. And again, like I've said this before, watchability, I have a I, there are not a lot of things I am willing to watch twice. And I've seen that pilot, I want to say for sure three times, and every time it holds up. So the pilot of Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. then an I told you show, that was bestowed upon me. Uh, three, two, one, ya done. Nailed it, Holiday, with guest judge Jason Manzukis. Amazing. So funny. Such cool, a great. Crackers. I napped through the whole thing and laughed at the same time.
0: <laughs> it was amazing. I just um, anything Manzukis, man. Anything He's great. I got him in the twinning thing where you where you take a picture of yourself oh, yeah. and the website <laughs> picks you. I got actually Josh and I were doing it just as an aside. I got him. And I forget who else I got, but I got, like, three different ones, and they were all pretty cool. Josh just kept getting Saul Rubinick.
5: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: yeah, Josh kept doing it, and he kept getting Saul Rubinick <laughs> over and over and over again. Um,
1: That's
2: hilarious. Also,
1: I love when celebrities up? do it, and then they get themselves, Guys. but it's not
2: 100%. Guys. You always interrupt my list.
0: Okay, you I never
2: going. like. I. am really. I feel like I'm pretty respectful where, where, when get, you guys are giving, giving the list. giving
0: you so much respect because nailed it like that. Is that's like a pop culture moment for this whole family it's, back
2: It's a moment. Um, another one, which is, uh, and I know, shy this is going to appear on, on your list, but truly one of the greatest episodes of this year of all time in the history of television, Midnight Club, Riverdale, season three. Absolutely it's, bananas. It's incredible. It's all of the characters that we follow. There's like this flashback episode to when their parents were teenagers, and every character plays their parent as a teen, and it's so bananas and so well done, and I think like really, really well acted. It. I was impressed with their acting in it. Can you,
0: they, uh, they it to you
1: just watch – I don't mean to interrupt, but can can you just watch that
2: episode?
0: I mean, I'd or like to, to, have I'd see, like to see you watch that episode, Lily, and then ask us questions because you won't, won't really understand. You won't
2: it. understand, and you also won't understand why it's so great. You have to spend time with the characters and with their parents and really get to know them in order for that episode <laughs> to translate into its greatness. But it's I, like you're reaching – I mean –
0: but I want to – I yeah. do – I would I would accept Lily watching it, then asking – and then trying to tell us what the show is about.
2: <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could
0: do that. Because um, that episode is crazy. <laughs>
2: and then, you know, it's kind of funny. This whole year, I feel like the first four or five months of the year when I was on maternity leave, I somehow, like, blocked out everything that I watched. But the truth is <laughs> – queer eye season two where queer eye came out this year guys and that was like a huge deal we talked about that so many times Mm. and so the the episode season two episode two decent proposal where the schlubby guy who's obsessed with film proposes to his girlfriend i like sobbed during that episode that's a great
1: one also came out this year
2: yeah, they both came out this year.
0: Well, season one, episode oh, so then, one is one the of first the best episode things i Yeah, with
1: Tom. Yeah, that's the best episode. You can't but, fix ugly.
2: That's the best yeah.
0: episode. But but I, I I like that you came back to that show and reminded us that that was a big yeah, part yeah, of the year. A, that's a really. And
2: then. And then I was going to do a Grey's episode, but now that I realize I can do any show of any time, as long as I've seen it in the last year, I'm going to table Grey's because I only put... Oh, that that was a great episode. It was a great episode, but it's only for like one scene, whereas I'm going to go with Chuck the Thailand episode for right? Sarah back no. okay. in Thailand no, spo- season, no spoilers season no spoilers. 4 episode 9 is really one of the best episodes right. like I that cry
0: every time I watch that episode
2: it's so good and I gotta tell you Chuck Zachary Levi is my TV boyfriend. <laughs> I am like, listen, it's not that I don't love Maisel. I love Maisel, but I am so all in on this season because he's in it. Oh, I
0: haven't gotten to the part with him yet.
2: I see him yeah, well. that's a. It's a probably yesterday a yesterday, just major. So I factor. could watch an ep with him in it because I was so excited.
0: I he is one of those actors where. I will watch, also because he seems like one of the most fundamentally decent humans. If you ever follow him on Twitter or listen to his podcast or anything like that, he just seems like the nicest person. Uh, but I will watch random stuff just if I know he's in. Yeah. A- like, he's in, okay. like, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, he's in that one. It's definitely my favorite of the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies.
2: When is Shazam coming out? Uh,
0: uh, soon, in, 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 in a couple months, I think. I'm very excited uh, for that.
2: Counting down the days. All right, so that is my list of top five Episodes of the year. And the good thing is that I feel like, at least with Nailed It and and Queer Eye, you don't have to watch the whole season to get it. You could just put on those as one-off episodes and enjoy them for what they are. That's awesome.
0: So my top five, I'll go with The Midnight Club from Riverdale, just like Becky. I'll, I'll zero in on a couple of absolutely awesomely crazy things. First of all, during the episode, there is a random, like, Josie, proto Josie and the Pussycats jam session where they play the song Dream Warriors from. Nightmare on Elm Street Part (laughs) 3. That's the song in that. And it's like this crazy music montage where they're playing the song. And I remember, and I thought that was just amazing because, and the Riverdale After Dark podcast already talked about this. They talked about how you're not really sure. Is this the 80s? Is this the 90s? Like, who cares? Who knows? (laughs) Totally nuts. And there's this one split second moment where Madeline Patch, who plays Cheryl Blossom,
2: Shell freaking blossom? shell freaking blossom?
0: She's dancing like a goobery nerd in that one split second that I feel like became like an iconic meme of the show. So that was that was really that was really amazing. The Hershey Park episode of the Goldbergs because it has maybe one of the greatest scenes in the history of television, which is Wendy McClendon-Covey and Sean Gambroni riding a roller coaster together as they pass out as they're arguing with each other, but they pass out from fear.
2: Cobra, Isn't that what happened to you in Vegas on the New York roller coaster?
0: That almost happened to me. That <laughs> ooh, that was one of the best roller coasters I've ever been on. It was terrifying. The episode of Karate, of Karate Kid, of Cobra Kai, where you see Karate Kid Part 1 from Johnny's perspective, to me that was not only was it really well done, it's something that people have talked about for a long time in pop culture, and it, now it like it affirms that as canon, that there was more to the story of Johnny. And it's something that people had always kind of joked about, but now it's official. I got to go with our buddy Mike Roberts and Dallas and Robo the episode I Robo where uh, Robo is trying to give sentience to other other sentience to other mechanical objects and trying to make them turn alive and every time he turns them alive something terrible happens is hilarious to me and then That's I'll, great I'll go with an old show that I uh, an old show that I've been watching introduced to by many of our good friends like Sana the S- series Freak 12 and Ash um, the uh, also known as the Improvinator or Comedy Girl, and of course, uh, Lons is the middle. And the middle episode of Mother's Day to me was the moment that clicked, and I it said, "It stressed I love,
1: me out so much." I love that the show,
0: but now I'm in the now I'm deep out. into the fourth season of the show, and it's the show is masterful. So I really, really, really love that. So, all right, there are our top five episodes of shows we watched this year.
4: G. Hello there. Edgy. Hi. How you
6: doing? I am well, doing well. How are you guys?
0: We're doing great. We're,
4: we're barely surviving Vegas. Yeah,
0: this is, whew, this oh, family was oh. not made for Las Vegas. I will
4: give you the rundown. So, so thank but you. I will explain.
0: So thank, I'll explain this. So thank you for doing this. We are gathering some of our guests from the year to do quick five-minute hits with us, no more than five minutes, on a top five of the year, and you being the huge superhero fan that you are and the fact that i think we talked basically the most one can ever talk about shrek on your episode we would like to know your top five superhero moments of this past year from pop culture and with that i turn it over to you edgy as you go down the list we will pepper in some reactions so your five minutes starts now
6: Uh, okay uh First, Shrek is a superhero movie, so I don't, I don't appreciate the fact that I can't, can't reference it. All right, that was worth the time. <laughs> um, all right, they, no, I'm not sure about the order, but um, one of my favorites was in um, Avengers: Infinity War, I believe. Uh, it was the Drax uh, thinking he was invisible. Mm. Um, <laughs> Train themselves oh. to stay so still that I was all crazy. Crazy. <laughs> that is a very funny moment. That was a,
4: that was great, a great moment. moment.
6: A great mm-hmm. moment. Uh, all right, so that's one. Uh, second is because I dream I can do this every day. Uh, it's the snap in Avengers also.
0: Oh wow, yeah, that is uh, iconic. I think that's going to be with snap? moviegoers. Yeah, when Thanos snaps, yeah, that's half that's the it. people in the universe oh, disappear. Yeah. I feel like that Marvel well, managed to make it. an iconic moment there.
4: And it'll be yes. around I like movie. how I had no idea what we were talking about. Well, and everyone else is like, it's the iconic moment of the year. Right. Great come on, on you're
6: Killing us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the another one is I guess the next ones are in Black Panther. Um, I'd say the high auntie line. Uh that killed yeah. <laughs> just what? because it's it's amazing the way he says it. Um, there's the, uh, the other Killmong line, the what's up, when, uh, T'Challa is walking up to him and challenging him and, and he's super nonchalant and very Americanized black when he says that. It just, it, it fit really well for such a, a random phrase. Um, and then my last or probably the most favorite of all of them is the, Uh, The scene where M'Baku starts barking at at Martin Freeman, or whatever his name is, Um, and he's like... Yeah, Martin
0: Freeman, who knows what the character's name is? I mean, this guy is as useless as they come.
6: the guy, the guy from Sherlock. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, so right when he starts barking at him for speaking, and... uh, and so he's going to feed him to the dogs and then last because his dogs are vegetarian and he cracks himself up and I just die. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you had two superhero moments and then three from Black Panther, which I think is three some
4: different. Two, two Avengers. Two
0: Avengers and three from two Black Avengers. Panther. Where yeah. all of your-
4: Which I, I feel like says a lot about, about the Cause superhero Because everyone movies. dies in the other superhero movies.
6: Well, well I
1: don't know Avengers is
4: the one Avengers where everyone where they dies. they die. Right, so like, obviously
1: the best moments are going to be from Black Panther, not the other one.
0: But the other two that Edgy Yeah, yeah had. but
1: it, not five from the other one. I was thinking it makes sense that Black Panther outweighed. Also, I think it Infinity just goes to show War. that
4: it was basically there were two superhero movies this year, even though there was, like 20.
1: Except Under the ones.
4: Wire is Spider Man. I don't
1: know if you've seen that, Edgy. I've never every seen it. Movie, Every moment from that movie tops every superhero movie of 2018, even Black Panther. And really? Lily, Lily doesn't
0: even you? know what happened in it. Like Lily
1: <laughs> doesn't
0: even understand yeah, what happened. Edgy, in it.
1: you need to see that movie, and it—I I think it will knock Black Panther out of it your top spot. No, no, you don't think. I, that's, Not for Edgy.
6: Oh man. So, all right, I've so been call been, it, call it, call it right
0: now. Does Black? This is your final question. Does Black Panther could, win Best Picture this year?
6: No, because people suck. But, yes, okay. it should. In your
4: heart. In your heart. In,
6: right.
0: your heart. In my heart, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think it's just about whatever is technically good, it's, although I think it's a technically good movie. It's, It's about things that are bigger than even movies. And to me, Black Panther is a great movie, and it's deserving because it's bigger than just being a movie.
6: I and I'll just say I lost all faith. Whatever little faith I had in the—is uh, it the Academy people or I don't know what the award is anymore. It's academy. Um, when they gave, yeah, when they gave the award to the the uh, I think it's the Color of Water. That oh, movie was the crap. Shape right? the, shape the Shape of Water, of water. <laughs> Shape of, <water. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> of, water. of Water. Fifty Shades of
4: Water. Fifty Shades <laughs> of Pescado. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Fish. Yeah. Was what my brother-in-law <laughs> said it after I'm going to see love The movie is. Terrible. I love
0: that movie. All right, yeah. Edgy, thank you so much, our official superhero correspondent. No thank you for helping us with our You're New Year's special. Right. Be yeah. well, man. We'll Take care. Happy New year. Bye. Oh, we are recording, cousin Vanessa. Cousin Vanessa, the legend.
4: Hey. <laughs> I miss you so much. I miss you so much. I can't
1: wait. to get to see you tomorrow, right? You just going to come over? Oh
5: yes. God. Yes. All right. Miss, well, yes. my mom viewing just party. declared she was coming to your house on New Year's Eve, but I don't even know if um, it's going invite
1: her.
4: party until Susie gets there, yeah. but I have an understanding that the party needs to be done by 7 o'clock. <laughs> Dinner
0: is at five, and everyone's going to bed at seven thirty. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cousin, cousin Vanessa, um, you, you are I'm part side. of our high. Uh, I will not be there in person, so we will continue our streak of 25 years of not hanging out in person. Uh, <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm sorry very, about that.
0: Still being still being very close. So you're participating in our New Year's special. Uh, okay, we're going to ask you to do five minutes of a top five item, and the five minute and the top five we're going to ask you for is what are your top five Outlander moments of the year? Because I know how important Outlander is to my sisters and so, librarians it's everywhere. It's
4: so good this. Okay. Well,
0: it's <laughs> so good this season. It's so good this is an so good. season. Is so good. I, so and Vanessa.
5: And you know, Yes, so I'll be real quick, and to to be honest, I started freaking out when Becky asked me um, to do this because I have really – my short-term memory, something happened to it.
4: (laughs) You
1: had two
5: babies. (laughs) It's called – you had one baby and then you had a second baby. Exactly. And let me just say my second baby is turning one tomorrow, and when I (gasps) first started watching Outlander was like this – he was a couple weeks old, and Outlander was like what I watched – all the time, and then I went, you know, to Game of Thrones. But um, so it's kind of like my one-year Outlander anniversary, Aww. anyway.
0: It's, it's your Outland anniversary, or your Bear anniversary. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, look at me dropping the bear Bear-n-
6: <laughs>
5: So I I went to uh. So after Becky told me this, I went to this to Vulture. It's called. Have you been to that website? And then this yes. whole recap of every single episode. <laughs> Of the season, you've
1: also discovered
5: the internet. (laughs) Say that again. I said you've also discovered the internet. I
1: They 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 recap stuff on
5: the internet. Yeah, Google, beautiful thing. Um, In any case, so it reminded me from from past seasons because I was I'm focusing just on season four, but one moment from I think it was season one or two that just was like so ridiculous, but I was it was funny to me at the time, was when Jenny was milking herself after giving birth. Yes. Like, oh my birth.
6: God. She gave, birth, <laughs>
5: she gave birth and then yeah, okay. a day and then, later so, goes to ride a horse. A horse, okay, not only, yes. Yeah, she's riding yes. a horse two days after she uh, gives birth. And then milks um, herself. Yeah, and then basically it, you know, but it's like punks the in the middle of the forest. Right, <laughs> they make it sound like she's coming upon some danger and she has to hop off her horse really quick and then Claire rushes over and she's all worried and it turns she out I'm she's a just, like in surgery. and had, no, to, in had to relieve herself. So
4: but basically Jenny had effort. to
1: do with how many of us have had to do in the bathroom. Like yeah. Yeah. So multiple So she times.
0: so once again Outlander inserts itself into history. The outlanders invented breast pumps.
4: Yes. I mean. Yeah.
0: Okay, there we so go. you're ta- so that was your one or was that five mo- moments in
4: one?
5: No, no, I that guess was that one. was five moments. Let's go to season four,
4: okay? Season Let's four top forward. moments. She was just giving a shout-out to a special earlier season moment. Oh, okay. oh, this is Shy.
0: previous years. Okay.
4: Now yeah, that was season previous. Sorry I'm taking so
5: long. Um, none of the moments I picked, except for the famous bathtub scene, were particularly, like, they just were suspenseful, and that's why I picked them. I was thinking, are these the top five? Like what makes them the top five? But I guess I was I was sitting I love, in the I
1: love how serious you're taking this. Because <laughs> Becky and I are one hundred percent on board. Yeah. Shy has thrown us overboard
0: while we're on board. let's just say I I have if if our watching of the show was the boat that they get attacked on after their five minutes of happiness in the first episode, I am the rings being thrown up out of Claire's mouth as she (laughs) cries like a baby. Sure. That's got to be a top five moment.
5: Just let her That that is. That is. And um, I think one of my other moments that I brought up was the guy who robbed him, like Bonnet, is that his name? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then later, he is the freaking evil sea captain who's like tossing coins to decide people's fates basically he's a psychopath he's
1: a
4: villain
5: mm-hmm.
1: of
4: the season Ooh, yeah a and roger,
5: yeah. super creepy roger the time traveling historian now <laughs> it's like up in the mix it's really interesting how he's become like chasing after brianna back in time so I've one tart. of my moments brianna, was him was the evil sea captain tossing coins for deciding roger's fate mm-hmm. <laughs> okay here's another big one um when Roger proposed to Brianna and she shut him down, I was just so. Yes, yes. yes. That's a big moment. That was a big moment. So, so big I was, moment. I'm sort of going out of order. But, girl, were you shocked when uh, Myrta and Jamie first see each other again?
4: Like, <gasps> I, the, I was crying. crying. I was crying. Was I was crying when they reunited. I was like, wait, a, Jamie and
0: who? Myrta. Myrta.
4: Not from Lisa weapon
0: from oh.
1: from
4: season one, Murtaugh, who like is with it's, like, his, it's like it's like, like their oh, they're right hand, hand man. man that, yeah, right. he's they're the only man. one that knows they, that Claire is a time traveler. Uh, yeah. he's like they reunite in this they season. Reunite they reunite after thought he was dead. Like it's like two a, a season and a half. They haven't oh, they they assume he's dead. That's
0: yeah. my that's my favorite scene in the whole show now.
5: <laughs> well, all right. The best part okay. about it is that Murta the whole time the whole previous season was like Jamie's lackey, sort of like. Following him around, but now Myrta is a regulator and is doing his God. own thing. So he's actually like sorry.
4: British,
1: yeah. And the, and, well, the Carolinas, yeah. Carolina. it's a
4: pretty. It's pretty cool.
0: cool. All right, I'm. I, I'm you hoping
1: know. your next one is mine because like there is a one top moment of this show
4: so far, and you have not said it. Well, she hasn't seen this most recent episode. No, it's not from that. Yeah, okay.
5: yeah. no spoilers. I'm not going to sit down no. and watch that one tonight, so I can be ready for tomorrow. You gotta be
4: ready for tomorrow uh, for the watch party. A viewing party. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So, what's your that? last one?
5: Yeah. Well, the last one was just when Jamie gave Claire the ring from his mother's melted candlestick. Aww, oh, that was very romantic. <laughs> I thought that was very sweet.
4: That is so, very yeah. sweet. But but what I, about what about when he when uh when when Lord Grey shows up? Oh, that's not what I was talking about. Oh yeah. Kid, and he sees cute. his kid for the first time in like a decade.
5: Yep. And that's okay, so in, about the like uh I, the
4: and hello, Vanessa, what about when
5: Brie goes back in time? I know, I'm there's just too many and then she's oh,
4: with sir. Leary. She's staying in Leary's house. I know okay. crazy. That, she tried to murder her mother. What? Oh my God. also she Brianna's a bit of a dummy. She's really she's really gotta like get her wits about her. She she's the no niece or aren't.
0: the anter.
4: Leary is the one who sends Claire to the witch trial in season one. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. She really keeps showing up in the life. But she loves Brianna.
5: Oh, can I just say it really irked me that she only brought one peanut butter and jelly sandwich with her. Me too.
1: I texted both of you. I was like, this is
4: not
1: okay.
4: They're not very
0: practical. They buy each other apothecary (laughs) boxes, but they don't have peanut butter and jelly
4: (laughs) sandwiches. This was a fantastic recap of our top five to 15 Outlander moments, and we'll see you tomorrow for a viewing
2: party.
0: And now for a special lightning round edition of Buy, Rent, Meh or Bleh. We're gonna a little bit of a little bit of a, a tribute there to Shauna Hagen because I think when you're doing something as big as a whole year's worth of movies, you got to include the bleh. But we're gonna give some constraints, and those constraints are this: we're gonna look at the top worldwide grossing movies this year. You have Avengers: Infinity War with over two billion, Black Panther with 1.3 billion, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom with 1.3 billion, and The Incredibles 2, 1.2 billion. Buy, rent, met, or bleh, go, Becky.
2: Oh, uh, Avengers Infinity War, Rent, Black Panther, Buy, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, didn't see it, don't care, that's a big meh, Incredibles 2, Buy, um, you know, out of loyalty, I liked it.
0: You, okay, but what if you had to choose? Oh, wait, what if I... Buy, do we, Rent, bear oh. or play, you have four oh,
2: categories. Sorry. I mean, Lily will I ignore really the mis- rules anyway, but oh, you Oh, sorry, I, I misunderstood. I thought, like, each... Okay, sorry. I don't know why I totally misunderstood how we were playing that. Can That's we okay. just, like, start over? No, no, no.
0: Just, okay, you're you on the, the right s- track.
2: <laughs> okay. Byron Man Blah. Okay, easy. I'm in a bleh fallen kingdom. I didn't see it. And it was, honestly, I don't care it about seeing it. It was truly it.
0: terrible. It was truly one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
2: Oh, God. I have to Byrant Man these guys. Okay, I'm going to... Mm, meh. Avengers Infinity War... Rent Black Panther, by Incredibles two. I feel like I got that wrong, but whatever. This is supposed to be I tough. I, I respect. Answer. I respect
0: the, the. I respect the. I respect the answer. I think. Are we all blah on Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Lily. So what do you?
1: And do? then meh avengers infinity war because again if it does that many words in the title and <laughs> I don't understand it so that and everybody dies so That's that so gets in- a meh yeah. and then i'm gonna rent incredibles 2 because i watched it on the plane um in my uh on uh, my 12-hour journey and it was good but like for a renter, and i'll see it once i don't need to see it again and then i'm going to buy black panther because, death.
0: So, I will. That, I think, yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you on Black Panther. It was awesome. I'm going to rent Avengers Infinity War because when I saw it the second time with you guys, it actually had a real re- rewatchability factor. And I'm going to mint Incredibles 2. And here's why. While I was watching Incredibles 2, which I loved that we were back with those characters, like the previous version, it just felt so incredibly long. And then I saw Spider Verse, and when I saw Spider Verse, I felt like it was such a fresh animated movie that I was like, eh, yeah, Incredibles Two was really good, but like, I, like, it, like yeah. I didn't want to go back and watch it again." In Spider Verse, I went back into the theater and watched again. So in a weird way, like Incredibles Two could have been a rent, but it got bumped down because,
2: because I yeah. don't really
0: want to see it again. But it's not like it's a bad movie, right?
2: No, like, but it, it's, it's like Spider Verse showed you how good it could, like a movie could be. And right. then when a movie's not that good, you're like, you're a man in comparison alright
0: so those I understand so I would say unanimity on Blair for Fallen Kingdom yeah and Black Panther is in the top two for all of us and then it's a little bit a little bit different in other places and with that that was our special Buy Rent Meh now, Byron Meh 2, our second Byron Meh here, we're going up against our nemesis, the Rotten Tomatoes scores, once again. Now, this mm-hmm. is really interesting because I went to the Rotten Tomatoes website to look at the top scored things, and they weight their scores. So, for example, the top movies also had to have a certain number of reviews. So, Black Panther is rated as the top movie of the year with a 97% because it has over 400 reviews. But Paddington 2, which is a favorite of Lon's, has 100% and only 200 reviews, so it only made it into like a lower section. So we're not going to talk about Paddington 2, but clearly has this was like the Citizen Kane of but animated no, bear it apparently movies. it
2: is. So <laughs> much so that my husband made me watch Paddington 1 so that we can at some point be ready to watch Paddington 2. So once I sat through the dreck of Paddington 1, I better watch Part 2.
0: I mean, Paddington <laughs> or, 2, back. Like it must be like the Godfather 2 of Paddington movies. I don't know. Alright, so the top Rotten Tomatoes movies, according to their weighted score, Black Panther 97%, Mission Impossible... Fallout, 97%, Black Klansman, 95%, and Spider-Verse, 95%. Buy, rent, meh, or bleh, those.
2: Okay, I want to go first. I want to go first because I feel like this is an impossible category, and this just goes to show you how good certain movies were this year. I am buying Spider-Verse. I am renting Klansman. I am going to have to meh Black Panther because them's the breaks, and Mission Impossible, I have no problem giving you my bleh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's it. Done. Bold. All right, well, what do you think? Bold, quick,
1: precision, um, same. surgical moves. Same, and I mean, you can't give Black Panther a med, but if you're forcing me to.
2: Well, if um, you put it up against Spider Verse and Black Klansmen, what do you want from me?
1: No, exactly. Like you're and good, it's still, but you're it's still no Spider Verse, like... you're no know Klansmen and it's still Not like ha- like the um the effects are nothing like crazy special they're like good or whatever it's more about the writing and the characters and the actors and stuff like that but you know, other than that, it's still a superhero movie that has like a Forest Whitaker type Rafiki character that I'm not sure uh, like how I feel about that in terms of you know culture and society. So, I can't. So you're get giving put it, away. you're
0: basically giving it the Forest Whitaker handicap. Like it could
2: yeah, been
1: the best. like you, you. But you throw in a Forest Whitaker there, like dressed as a character from The Lion King, and that'll always <laughs> like have me a little bit doubting. You know, somebody in that room went a little too far and nobody stopped them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just took a teensy, teensy bit too far. Um, yeah. But it was great. Like you can't really give it a meh. But if I'm forced to, then that gets a meh. Obviously, Spider by, um, Klansman, you know, would get rent. And the thing about Fallout. And I, no disrespect to uh, uh, Mike Roberts, who I can't wait to have him on an episode soon to talk about this. The movie was great. And if you watch the special features, which I've said before, I highly recommend, those get a buy.
2: Those
0: special features get a buy. <laughs> so buy, buy the they movie on insane. iTunes so you can get the special features. Yeah. I mean,
2: put it this way. I enjoyed Fallout. But for the life of me, I do not know what... Like, I don't remember what it's about. It James
0: covered no the thing with his arms where it, he loaded it, them I, up right before he punched. And, <laughs> and, it, and it, made, it also made no sense. In the just makes, it, no,
2: it it makes, makes no... It makes no sense. I have no recollection of the plot of that film. I literally couldn't tell you.
1: Um, however, this... I didn't realize when I was watching it that it was a documentary. And this is something that I'm going to say on our episode with Mike, is that those, like, crazy stunt scenes are full-on, like filmed like real time real everything tom cruise is a maniac so those i buy but the movie itself like we'll just play it for this episode
0: Okay. Well, for me, I buy all four of these movies. Suckers. Oh, no, now, I'm now, now, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm totally sure. kidding. I'm totally kidding.
2: The no, 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 no. Wow, I mean, we all agree that we are
0: doing this. Giving me we're
2: a b- Sophie's Choice over here, and then doing whatever you want.
0: Of four truly terrific movies, and all very different when you think about it. We got an animated movie. We've got the you know a Spike Lee. I would historical say historical, historical drama. Yeah. You got a classic action blockbuster, and then you got Black Panther, which to me, it makes me think of avatar and titanic like a movie or the lord of the rings when the year that the lord of the rings won it's a movie that is a great movie but it is so much bigger than just being a movie yeah. that to me I, mean, I know i'm rooting for i've known mentioned before i'm rooting for black clansman for best picture but to me black panther embodies a lot of what would make it a really exciting amazing black uh, uh, best picture
1: And it does have—in that sense, it does have Forrest Forrest Whitaker in its favor.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because— Elevates it. And it's uh, got—yeah, that's absolutely right. So um, that being said, said, I'm going to go along similar lines with you all. I'm going to buy Black Klansman. That was my favorite movie of the year. Spider-Verse is going to be my rent, even though— as mentioned by my top movies of the year and then black panther will come in third and then mission impossible fallout a a kind of again totally enjoyable movie i really 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 loved it but it doesn't it 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 falls outside of the category of those other three movies which were, were on another level for me and with that we have wrapped up another of our special segments for the New Year's holiday special. Becky, Lily, do you have any New Year's wishes for our listeners?
1: I wish that whatever movie this week or the next few weeks you go see in the theater, when we come around to celebrating New year 2020, you remember them.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, probably,
1: not to make you feel bad, but whatever you watch this month, you're not, it's going to be like amnesia
2: by the time new movies come out. So enjoy it.
0: Zach, how about you?
2: Um, My wish for you is... That you as that you get to to look back on Spider Verse and enjoy that song Sunflower as much as I am,
6: because not only do I
2: like hear it everywhere I go now, and it always like literally makes me like jump up and get happy hundred percent. And you also
1: don't know the words like Miles, so
2: you're
1: like
5: yeah.
1: Great, um,
2: and it kind of gives you the freedom to do that, just like bob your head and not know the words and be in a good mood so that's my wish for you
0: so I wish for our listeners that in 2019 when we are recording our episode in 2019 in late December after the last Star Wars movie in the current series comes out, they will get a truly happy, wonderful review from us because J.J. Abrams will have saved Star Wars. He'll bring
1: it home. (laughs) J.J. will bring it home. And
0: with that, Happy New Year! Make your noises! Happy New
1: Year!
3: (laughs)
2: up with the skype ringtone and do you think they made a lot of money from it
1: i don't think they made any money from it and if you keep slurping like that it's always going to smack you in the face